And good evening. Welcome back to the Year of Fear. We're back again. I'm Jeff, back for the BAM, Badass Mood Night Movies podcast. We're here again. It's been a bit. We're in the month of June, and June we're doing some Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse, if you don't know Bloomhouse, they pretty much just make um kind of horror movies for like $5, and they make like a $150 million profit. And they're all pretty good, too. They're all really, really good. Um, I can name tons of films. I think Mother is a Blumhouse film. Um, a movie we're doing this year. Um, gosh, what's the name of it? It's a movie that I was talking about. It was, uh, was it Mal- oh, Malignant? Malignant. That's that's a Blumhouse film, which I think when you guys see it, if you haven't seen it, it is freaking brilliant and awesome at the same time. But um, this is one of the other ones that uh, kind of fell on the radar, and that was The Invisible Man from 2020. And uh, I think Blumhouse is on their way to starting some Universal Monster stuff, I guess, with this. And and they did um, slip in my head. Renfield. Renfield is theirs, too, I think. But um, like I said, this one came underneath the uh, pretty much out of nowhere. And then I saw it. And I was like, wow, what an interesting take. And when we play the film, you'll see. It's not the Invisible Man you think it would be, because I know Johnny Depp was cast. But anyway, I'll blab during the film. So if you got it queued up, I got it queued up at, uh, where am I? Okay, four seconds. I have another PC here, and it says four. So um, anyway, you don't want to hear that boring technical stuff. Anyway, guys, here we go. In three, in two, in one. Press play. Big ol' universal sign. You know, it's weird. I'm looking at this. Um, I'm trying something different tonight. I'm trying like a two multi-screens. Like I literally have a screen over here with the movie. And then I have a screen over here with the movie on the right side. So it's kind of like... A little interesting thing I'm trying out. See, I try new things. Yep, Blue Mouse Productions. What a cool way to open, too. Not saying it was an homage to the monster classic movies, but... Could have been. Ooh. Elizabeth Moss from Handmaiden's Tale. Um, I think she was on Mad Men as well. Or she's done a couple things. And this was kind of like her first venture into horror. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the Handmaiden's Tale. I know for some people who are. And to each his own.
See, you wouldn't think the whole setup of this film, the beginning, like right now, the waves crashing. It's it's I would assume it's like three or four o'clock in the morning. By the way, what a pimp house he has. Hold on one second, guys. Sorry, a little technical issue. Oh, that could be Alka-Seltzer, right? Look at that. Look at that room. That's insane. That's like Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark. But this house is more pimp. Look at that. It's got like the, the I would assume, the master bedroom overlooking an ocean. I mean, I would, I would be afraid during hurricane season. But other than that, like, come on. This guy just looks like a loon. Just saying. Now see, right away, me, from what I can gather, and like I said, there's been no word spoken so far in this film, nothing. Everything is basically just Facial expressions by Elizabeth Moss. She'll do a lot of that in this film, too. And it really works. Like, I, I became a really big fan of hers after this film. Because, like I said, I haven't seen Mad Men. And I haven't seen Handmaid's Tale. But I saw this. I was like, man, she'd be... And I'm always kind of casting comic book movies. It's in my head, that's what I'm always doing. I think me and Mike used to do that a lot. Like, we stopped doing it recently. But, um, you know, once in a while, like, we'll have, like... We'll name like random actors. Oh, he would be good. And like Mike, of course, would be so Debbie Downer. No, oh, it wouldn't. And yeah. But hey, it's all good. So she has a lot of control of this. Are they married? I would assume they're married, but I didn't see no ring on her finger. Pay attention, kids. Well, like I said, you don't know anything about what's going on, but you would assume this guy is some kind of some sort of like some scientist. Of sorts. Like, look at that security system he has in his house. Of course, those suits in the background. What are those? Hmm. 
See, I kind of like movies like this. Not, I mean, I enjoy my good action films and um, comedies. Most, mostly, I like stupid movies. Like, how big is his house? She left the bedroom, then to like this, I guess, tool tool area. Now, where's the dog? A couple panning shots. I like the music. You can see this is right up my alley. Gotta build that tension. Let's take a look at the Invisible Man, shall we? By the way, he's got a nice car right there. Is that a Porsche? Oh, boy. Aww. Uh-oh. Like, look at this. He's got cement walls. Like, literally, he's got an island to himself. He's Tony Stark. Get off that island. Sorry, guys. I was going to do some fact-checking in the Invisible Man, but the damn computer kind of closed on me for a second. I'm not sure why I did that. But hey. I don't know why I keep sounding like a Goomba. Hey. Hey. Cut that. <laughs> I need to cut that shit out. Uh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, see, this movie was made for seven million bucks. It made a hundred and forty-four million. Bigger is not always better. No. Okay, so now you know he's a raving loon.
That's frightening, too. I've seen... Well, I haven't seen abusive relationships up close and personal. I have... But I, I've heard of people who... Who do. And... It can be like this. I, I've seen, like, ex-boyfriends and... You know, girlfriends walk into bars looking for people and... Ugh. It's not fun. I forget this actor. Ooh, finally. That is... Uh, oh, that's Aldous Hodge. Okay, I knew I recognized him somewhere. Was Aldous Hodge in The, in, in, in the Mummy 2? Playing that, the, that kind of Nubian warrior. Or something. I thought it was him or somebody else. I might be mistaken somebody else. And I think, El what is Eldis's, mm, you guys have anything coming up? Let's, die, who's in Die Hard with a Vengeance, oh, you guys have anything coming up? Okay, now, Redemption, oh, okay, that's the Leverage, Leverage, that's right. Oh, he was the voice of jo John Stewart in Green Lantern, Be Where My Might. A Green Lantern movie that I actually kind of dug, but, you know, people hated it. But, hey, to each his own.
That's the twist right there. And when I saw this, I was like, wait a minute. Like, then who's the killer? Like, right away, they, like, the obvious. Okay, see, so he developed optics. Groundbreaking suicide, huh? I mean, the abuse must have been so much that she, she's traumatized. That's what it is. Like, even seeing him die, or apparently die. Didn't quite happen, but... So, Eldest Hodge, a little cameo. A little Hawkman cameo for Mr. Hodge. See what I mean? She basically says a lot by saying nothing. Like, it looks like the same time she has, like, joy, but, like, pain at the same time. See, she went through. And you can see right there, like, we don't. You don't see the actions being done, but you can see by the look in her face. Like she's horrified and terrified at the same time. She was smiling like, man, is, is it really over? But you could see it was not only the physical abuse, but mental abuse and like controlling. And as I said, I haven't seen anything to that, but I've, I've heard stories. And that, that that's that's scary to hear that in relationships. Number one, that it's done because, you know. In my eyes, if I was in a relationship, they should be 50-50. But, you know. Something about Eldest Hodge.
That should be the first guess. How do they find her? Hmm. I believe that's San Francisco. Not mistaken, or that could be Northern California. I'm not sure. So his brother was the lawyer too? Hmm. See, I didn't know that part. See, right here, man. Come on. This, this dude is just a dick. Yeah, nothing is that easy. Too good to be true there. The ladder. <laughs> Who else we got? Why did the actress over there? That is where is she I just recognized. The daughter, where's her name? That's Storm Reed. Okay, Storm Reed. Yeah, she's in The Last of Us. That's where I remember from. I can't even represent Last of Us because I haven't seen it yet. Played the game, but. Or half of the first game. Aw, see, that's what I would do too. 
Oh, free wife to college, man. I would have loved that. Perfect horror movie, man. Or suspense movie. Lull them in. What a... I mean, when you, when you watch the film, you figure out what's happening, but, like, it's just... Yeah, why not? Get a little black dress, go out in the town, yeah! Tense, 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 tense buildups. And what I like about all this and the tension building. Man, that's good. Fried eggs is bacon. No, what I was going to say, when you find out the duration of the film, you know, the, the idea of the, the Invisible Man, because the Invisible Man has always been, let's be honest, he's kind of a a goofy, he's kind of like the goofiest out of all the um, the MGM monsters. Let's, let's be honest, I, I know he was up there, which I've no, I don't know why they would consider him a monster. He's just a dude who's invisible, and then you... Actually been made fun of as well. Uh oh. Turn it off. Turn it off. And it's little things like this. That you think, oh, wait a minute, like, what?
But yeah, it's he's always been one of the goofier ones. Sorry, I get distracted by good scenes in the films. And that was one of them to me. Like I love that that whole like she's just cooking dinner or breakfast or whatever it is, and then all of a sudden you think she turned it on, but then it's just like eh, all white's still on. It's like a subtle thing. It didn't burst into flames right away. And all you all these panning shots of just nothing there. See, to me, that makes the uh, Invisible Man a little bit more creepy. Like, if you want to creep him up, this is a way to do it. Like, you don't, of course, you don't show him, but you show, like, you know, just rooms, panning shots like this. Like, what's there in there, you know. But he's always been pretty goofy. Oh. Faggot, faggot, faggot. See, again, just like subtle things. Little things. Because you got to build all that up. See, the way they did it, at least the way I perceived it, I mean, it's a trope that's happened in a lot of films is that, you know, the whole thing of, you know, she sees it, but nobody else does. And everybody thinks, oh, it's you because you're always there. I think Mike and I, we discussed lighting a lot of times in horror films, and the lighting has to be just right, because you don't want to make it too dark, but you want to mix the elements. Like, I think um, I read somewhere some horror movies are often shot in, like, the evening, like, uh, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning because of certain lighting they want to get, or... So somebody told me they had watched this film and if you have to pay attention to like um, objects, how they were out of place ever so ever so subtly that you can discover, oh, there is somebody there. Okay, now that's pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious right there.
the other Invisible Man movie I kind of dug, and I'm going to see if I can find it right now because I just thought of it after she just, you know, just did that breath and it came out. I'm going to see if I can find it. I don't re- I, I think it's called, let me see. Which was probably the best Invisible Man movie before this, and that's Hollow Man. That's one of my favorites. You know, the budget for that movie was $95 million. I guess they were using like cutting the edge um, CGI pack. I just want to check out. Josh Brolin's in that film, Elizabeth Shue, William Devane. Yeah, visual effects. Yeah, that was a that was a creepy movie. But that was considered to be the best Invisible Man movie up until this one. And I'm kind of a fan of both. I like them for different reasons. I think the the, the Hollow Man is a little goofy. And plus Kevin Bacon is so much fun in that film. Yeah, what you see is what you get. <laughs> but this one is... I would say less goofy, more grounded. Whoa. Yeah, I'll freak that actually that freaked me out too. I thought it was like, wait a minute. Again, subtle. He just heard a knock. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's showing like the the crevice, of the seat. See, that's that's why you know. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I forgot about the feet part. Oh. Okay, that that would freak me out right now. <laughs> see, I can see why casting directors were like Eldest Hodge. It's a good looking dude, good build, you know, charming, kind of funny too, good timing, 
He's got to be in more. Hopefully, he, he does more stuff. Like, I locked. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't big on his casting as Carter Hall. But then when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. That's totally. It's a different version of Carter Hall. More Bruce Wayne, but still good. Elizabeth Moss has a interesting look to her. I'm not going to be superficial for a second. Not going to be, but I'm just saying. But she has like distinct features about her eyes. I mean, just something about her. Okay, guys, usually I do a little bathroom break, so I shall return and I'll give you a timestamp.
Okay, sorry about that, guys. Uh, 4017 is a timestamp right, right now. See, they're taking that. What's the vibe I'm, I'm thinking of? It's almost like a playful. Man, I might sound so old saying this. But a peeping Tom. Peeping Tom, I'm not sure if they're still out there, but, you know, whatever. Like a peeping Tom is always like looking for, uh, you know, just like peeping Toms, like looking at things you shouldn't look at, you know? And somehow, I think the peeping Tom. Visible man thing is like it's like peeping Tom, but like to the next level, more like stalking, then like studying and doing things. Very creepy. Now, that brings us back to the beginning. If you want to flash back 40 minutes ago to the beginning opening scene where it's like basically 10 minutes of no, no, no dialogue, nothing. Just like basically her just escaping the house. But if you remember, when she's passing through the workshop, you actually see these suits that he's creating. Again, just like that whole psychosis. Another thing about this film, it's well acted, man. Like, again, it's just so well done. Like, you're thinking one thing with this guy, and then it's a completely different thing. Like, no, nah, I hated his guts too. Screw him. So it's not him, because he hated his brother. So now she's off to, like, who is it? And she's thinking that it's, it's him. But we know it's not him, so it's just a lot of like who's who and I thought that was Kate Mara. She looks like Kate Mara, but it's not.
Whew, this is when it's oh man. Oof. What are the, what are the three things that they say that a killer does, or like somebody who's insane? Like if they want to separate, it's like some separation turns into isolation, which turns into desperation, and that's how he gets you. Or the. I don't remember that. Separation and isolation turns into desperation. Or that I read that somewhere. Though. Wow. Like, just... And like I said, the, the movie just gets better from here. Like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like, now she has, she's had a bad falling out with her sister because her sister thinks, you know, you fucked up, you hate me. And, but it just, just keeps going. You know, in a weird way, um, I'm looking at her journey in this film and what ends up happening. But um, I was thinking of one of the uh, stories from the Bible. It's the book of Job. I'm not sure if you guys read it, but, you know, hey, I was young. I read it. The book of Job is, uh, is an interesting one. It, um, and if you don't know Job, Job is a prophet, basically, who lost his wife, his child, his home, his job, his house. He had bed sores. And basically what the whole thing was that Satan was saying, hey, I'm going to take everything away from you, but I want, I want you to renounce your faith in God. Don't believe in him ever. Oof, oof. See, it's just that breaking down.
Ah, but it's the best torture of all. Make everybody else around that you care about suffer, and then finally go back to you. Make them suffer so much that they're basically so weak when you decide to make yourself. If you just wanted to make a hallway light creepy, you just did. See, a lot of this film, again, is just her by herself and her facials. That's it. Like, it's not super gory. It's more psychological and stuff like... And look at that. Yeah, basically, that's that's what he did. Like, before he even killed anybody, he he basically took everything away from her. Like in the, in the last, like, what, 10 minutes? She's already broken. Sister's gone. Best friend's gone. Yep, and the phones are all up there. Now, how did that cell phone get up there? Now, I'm not sure 
if we see if we see Adrian yet as far as the um I mean spoilers you already know he's got a suit that's invisible it's not some it's not some cheesy potion like remember the the old MGM ones was the he had oh I had this potion he turned invisible and all his clothes came off no here they make that a little bit more practical more grounded bro he's an optics like scientist he just made everything optical and when you see the suit it's really kind of cool Again, everything about this. Like, nothing has happened yet. We're just mowing along inside of an attic. You see keys. All right, got your fingerprints on there. Now, I believe that book was kind of just, I think it's floor pans. I think it's floor plans of the house. And somewhere else, so you know how he's getting in and out of these places. You know, it's not he's just... Let me see if you see it. Like, even before he's killed anyone, he's already fucked up her life. She's already finished. Yep, the ladder's gone. Oh no, it's still there. Oh, right there. Just a quick little shot. She has the paint. Boom. Everybody's gone now.
See? Nothing too dramatic. There's like a splash of paint. So I'm gone. Now he's back to being invisible again. Who knew how terrifying a, uh, a running down faucet was? I guess you get all the white paint out. Should have said no to the money. That's why he's terrifying you. <laughs> So here we go. See, this is. Like, does the suit make him strong, too? Like, he's just picking her up and throwing like nothing. I don't remember the suit had, like, any kind of enhancements besides the invisibility. Just the way they showed. Look at this. I mean, this is all invisible strings and all that, but... How terrifying. Uh, do, you, do you catch a glimpse of him in the camera? Let me see. I don't think you do. Again, the music is really cool, too. Now, what is she up to here?
Now, where's she going? Ah, going back to her, going back to the compound. That's a hell of a house, too. The, um, I think that's the thing I'm going to have to look at. Maybe I'll look at it now. The house used for the Invisible Man. All right, here we go. Okay, it's called the Headlong House. Extrusion film with the Headlong House located in... Oh, Gigor, where is it? Uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Gigrong, Australia. The $5 million house is located two hours south of Sydney on 150 acres of farmland near the water. On the property, you'll find four bedrooms, four bathrooms, and plenty of room to roam around. So it's just a four and four, huh? Hmm. Yeah, she got the doggy back. Oh, poor Zeusy. She has security codes to basically everything except this room. Hmm. Wow. I mean, this guy must have been borderline psycho. Gives this woman access to everything? Now we kind of find it like, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm guessing you probably guessed this stuff already. But now we're going to find some, you're going to find out how the suit is pretty much done, how the optics, how does it work, how is he invisible. So, which I like all that techie stuff and sciencey stuff. I mean, I wish I could have been a scientist, but I'm not that smart. So,
Very cool, by the way. And this is not a, like, like I said, four million bucks. It's actually, this looks pretty dope. Again, very cool. Very cool stuff. The suit's basically designed by like thousands upon thousands of these like kind of like nano type of cameras. Again, gorgeous house. Sure, if I had five million bucks to spare, move to Australia. Headlong house. That's what it's called. And Don't kill Zeus. Making the Invisible Man like a psycho ex-boyfriend stalker, man, it's just, just well done.
he's just And you can see that she's just broken. So you could believe these two are sisters. I like the way their relationship plays out. Quick, fast, you didn't even see it coming. You've seen her, she's spilling her guts, and then the knife is just floating up there, and, like, she's holding it. She's killed her sister, like, dead. I, I, I can't, like, to hell with the sabotage. Now you've, oh, it's just, you've just destroyed her now. And it was just so quick, like, float, float, slice, here. Oh, that's... And I'm watching your dead sister just bleed to death. Oh. And everything was building to this. Like, they. Like, he has framed her for. He's ruined her relationships. In just a minute, it was going to get back. Now they think she's insane. Like before he was just like doing little parlor tricks. Now he's just flat out killing people. Driven her to insanity as far as everybody's concerned.
see most horror movies, you know, this would be the ending. Like, oh, he's won. Like, he framed her. The sister's dead. She's going to be committed to a ward, going to jail. Oof. And he's right there, too. See, this is where they think she's crazy. You know, this would be the hardest one of all the MGMs to get grounded and do it pretty well. And I know they want to do their own monster version, Blue Mouse, but I like, but like this grounded level, and I, I think they want to do a Dracula film. Um, a modern day Frankenstein would be kind of cool. How would you do that with like today? And like maybe you can mix in some AI somehow. Sorry, I had to catch up on um, timestamps. I was kind of off. So it's uh, 117.45 or 51. I'm sorry.
Oh. There's the other shoe. Like, if it couldn't get any worse, wife, wife, excuse me, sister dead, framed. Best friend thinks you hit her, you hit the kid. Now you're pregnant from your ex-abusive boyfriend. And it just goes back to the way he broke her down. Isolated. Separation leads to isolation. And now she's desperate and she's just, it's just, it's gone. She's gone. Like he won. He completely broke her. Like her sister is dead now. She's pregnant and like, what else are you going to do? Now she's lost the money, too. It's just cold. See, this is this is where it gets good.
Just the breaking. Oh, this is so good. No. What are we getting into here? If you can see, I mean, it's going to play out, but. She's lost pretty much everything. What is there to next? But she's like, it's raining. So that means he doesn't have the advantage. He can get caught. If he decides to come or not. Like the next, like how long do we have? Like uh, we're at 125, so we got about eh, about 40 minutes left. See, these horror movies like this, like stuff happens, like we saw when the sister died, like that was just like, when the, when the, when the knife is just floating, just sitting up there and you see like slice of the quick right to her hands, like, oh, I was like, what? See, it like, again, it, it doesn't, now you see the suit, like, going in and out, but now it's when it's, like, it's on.
So I think he looks more terrifying like this. <clears throat> you know what it reminds me of? A lot of like Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Which, by the way, I saw recently. And my god. Into the Spider-Verse is great. Across the Spider-Verse is even better. Now you get your typical... I'm going to show you what the monster looks like of the film. And he's going to have some pretty dope kill scenes. See, again, I'm not sure of the optics of the suit. Like, I know invisibility, and you can't see him, but, like, does it give him strength? I mean, these guys are not patsies. Dude, just a, <laughs> so good. Again, less is more. And, again, I want you guys to, to be reminded, this movie was made for $4 million. That's it. Okay, now it looks a little goofy here with the gun, but when the knife was floating, it was quick and fast. Like, this is still scary, though. Did he shoot him anyway? I think he did. Now, a guy we haven't mentioned as of yet. By the way, I have to watch Harriet Dyer, see what else she's going to do. This film is uh, Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell. Lee Winnell has done a couple films. But for me, this one, he did Saw. And he did Upgrade. He was a writer. This is the first time he's directing. He did a good job in this one. And let's see what he has upcoming up. Insidious the Red Door and Upgrade TV series. That should be good. Upgrade. It's another one of those films we're doing this year, which I cannot wait till you guys do. I think we're doing it this month or next month. I think next month is our sci-fi horror.
Oh, shh. There you When the way it goes in and out of the rain, and now this, it's like it's almost like a little homage to the old school. When you see you know, like the big the reveal of the Invisible Man as he walks in the rain, you could see like the silhouette of him walking. But like this is an actual suit. What I would assume is like those Neo Nano cameras. Ah, you gotta forget. Don't forget. Oh, look, he freed her. What the hell? <laughs> you know, most people, when they get in a car accident, they don't get out of the car. I mean, I don't know. That's a little goofy. That guy was drunk, though. So they shot a ton of the exteriors at that house, the, um, excuse me, I have it right in front, the Headlong House in Australia, and I would assume most of this stuff is in a soundstage as well. 
and they just had exterior shots. I think they're trying to make believe this is Los Angeles, which I would assume it is. Now, how did that work on him if he's... Oh. I was going to say, how did that work on him if he has this suit full of cameras? That shouldn't affect him at all. That's a little strange. Oof. Again, does does the suit give him enhanced powers or something? Because he's as Elders Hodge is not a little guy. It's horrifying. I guess the suit is bulletproof too. Man, they brought in a whole SWAT team to get this guy.
See, Adrian has just destroyed her so much. She lives in this world of paranoia now. Like, oh no, he did it. He did. It doesn't matter. Now, up to this point, we haven't seen much of Adrian, except this is like when we see him, like we saw him sleeping, supposedly in the suit. Again, everything with these cameras goes back to the suit, goes back to the house, goes back to just a fear of entrapment in this whole thing. And I think that's the bottom line of the film is not only physically, mentally and
He's, this is so good. This is manipulation at the best. See, he could be stalling because maybe she's got a wire. I mean, I mean, the house. Okay, see? See, he knows, like, oh, yeah, she's got a wire. See? Oop. Like the acting in this film is just Like this guy, Adrian, we've hardly seen him, and he's given off those powerful scenes. And Elizabeth Moss has just carried this whole film. Like, what if he was telling the truth?
Uf. Ah. That's what I said. Like, it's not the... It, it, where she was in psychiatric, where you thought that'd be the ending, but this is just... Man, I thought I remembered a version of the film where he started telling the truth and everything, I, but I guess he didn't. She outsmarted Adrian in the end. Good friend. I kind of like that, that platonic relationship between those two. It was like he he understood. And Zeus gets to go home. But doesn't she get to keep the house? I mean, shit, just throw him out. Keep the body. I mean, keep the body. Keep the house. Why did I say keep the body? Strange. Sorry. What a way to end. Basically leaving the house. Refreshed. <sighs> and she escapes all that abuse. And in the end. You know, uh, Adrian got what he deserved. Put it through hell and um, the least she could do has some sort of satisfaction of just studying his own throat. And ending his life. So. Anyway guys, that was... The Invisible Man from 2020. A recent one, but a good one. I love it. I mean, you heard me just basically being not too quiet during the whole film, but I just kind of like taking everything in atmosphere, music and all that. And, you know, the reveal, like the more groundedness of this. And I hope they do that with the MGM monsters going forward. Like, I'd like to see a grounded version of Frankenstein, of Dracula, um, of the uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. That could be an interesting one. You could do it. Um, 
making it about in crazy environmentalists. I don't know. The um, there's a Korean film that does that pretty well, which I think is just called Creature. But um, yeah. So that's it for me. And as we begin the year of well, not, not begin the year of fear. Why do I keep saying that? It's Blumhouse Month. So that was the Invisible Man, and we're gonna continue with our Blumhouse stuff as the month goes along. And as always, check out the band Facebook page, check us out on Spotify, and as always, from me to you, I will see you real soon. Later, guys.